This is the PlayFootball.com podcast, and I'm Jeff Fisher of High School Football America. It's Rewind Wednesday as we go back to my 2011 interview with former NFL quarterback Gus Farratt, who at the time of our chat was the head football coach at John Burroughs High School in St. Louis, Missouri. The 15-year NFL vet led John Burroughs to -to back-to-back runner-up finishes in Missouri's Class 3 in 2011-2012, and Farratt's running back on those teams was current Dallas Cowboy running back Ezekiel Elliott. Now time to bring in another former NFL quarterback, Gus Farratt. You remember him as the pro bowler with the Washington Redskins. And this past weekend, uh, silver medal. And I know you don't want to talk about that, Gus. Uh, you'd rather have the gold medal to talk about. But Gus Farratt from uh, John Burroughs High School is here to talk about it. Welcome to the show, Gus. Well, yeah, thanks for having me on, Jeff. Yeah, it was a, it was a great game. Yeah, it was. Now, you, again, for the second year in a row, your your school came down uh, to the last minute, and in this one, you dropped a 21-14 decision in the Class 3 championship game to uh, Logan Rogersville. So tell us a little bit about what happened at the end and, and how close you were to, to changing that silver into a gold. Well, we, uh, in the fourth quarter, they were they were up 13-7, to and then, uh, you know, uh, maybe it was you know, three minutes left or so, we take the ball down and score. So we go up 14-13. Um, you know, they get the ball back. Uh, it's a crucial third and eight, and uh, they try to throw one. Uh, they're not a very good throwing team, but they have a great power attack, and, and we had a pass interference call, so they get a first down. And the, the quarterback makes a play, a great play. They run a little uh, triple counter, and he runs around the end down the field for 40 yards. So we got about a minute and a half left in the game. We're down 21-14. Uh, we get the kickoff. Uh, we throw a couple little bubble screens. Uh, throw the ball down the middle. We we'll move the ball right down the field. There's about 50 seconds left in the game. Um, at this point, you know they're up 21-14. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. Am I going to go for it? Am I going to win the game, or we're going to go for the tie? And um, we've been spreading them out. And you know I get down there and we call a zone run up the middle, and and our running back gets it. They're playing a cover two. And, uh, you know, just our running back, uh, the, the middle linebacker made a play, just hit the ball perfectly, comes out of his hands, and they recover the ball with 50 seconds left and uh, pretty much sealed the game up from that point. Yeah, now that's uh, that's one of your, your juniors, and I know you have a lot of kids coming back, uh, you know, next year. And uh, th- this is one of the things that I love talking about, we, and Don and I talked about it a little while ago, is the, the the fact that you have such an impact on these young men now. So your, your junior, Ezekiel Elliott, is the guy that fumbled. So tell me a little bit what you've done through your experience at the highest level and now down here trying to teach teenagers how you deal with that adversary and uh, adversity. So how did you deal with that? Well, I told him, you know, we go into this game, and I say this is just like any other game you're playing in. Uh, you know, the field's still 100 yards. It's, it's three yards wide. You know, it's the same thing. So uh, I know that they're going to be emotionally and, and physically spent after this game. And, and when you lose one like that, these, it's tough on these kids. You know, they put their whole heart into the season, and you, you play 15 games, and it comes down to, you know, <laughs> a, a, a game-winning drive at the end of the season. And so uh, – I said, look, it hurts, but please use this as motivations. And my seniors were great this year. They were leaders uh, throughout the whole year. And they basically sat there while they're crying in the locker room telling these young kids to, look, this is what you got. This is what you live for. You guys are so lucky you get to do this again and, and come back and play. And don't forget how this feels and, and work your butts off and, and know that, that – uh, you know, what you do means something every time you do it. And so that's what we tried to relate 
to the kids is that you know you have to take every every chance, every opportunity you get, and you have to take get the most out of it. And I think our kids just grew up so much this year, and it was really fun to watch them. It was your first year, uh, thirteen and two, second place finish in class three. We're talking with Gus Ferrat of John Burroughs High School. Let's let's talk about uh, some of those kids by name that uh, really made the difference and got you guys back to the championship game. Who were some of the kids that stood out in your mind this year? Well, you know, we only had eight seniors. Two seniors um, basically were injured all year and never really played. Uh, another senior didn't, you know, he wasn't uh, on, on much of the team. Uh, and then we had five seniors who did. All the, I mean, these guys held the team together. They were the glue for the puzzle, you know, that we were building throughout the year. Uh, Bear Kaminer, who is probably our biggest leader and, and was there from the beginning. He's a, he, he, you know, he's our smallest offensive lineman, and he's our one of our linebackers. And, and uh, you know, he's lucky enough where he's going to be going on to play football at Amherst. And, and this guy is just, he did everything I asked of him this year and led the team. And another linebacker, Sam Heffler. Led our team in, in solo tackles and and just you know you're talking about a kid that's five seven 170 pounds and he's just a bulldog out there and making all the plays. Uh, Nathan Adams is another kid. He's a baseball player, but he came up and, and stepped up and had a great year. Had some huge catches. He's a little receiver for us. Um, he's going on to Yale to play baseball. And uh, uh, Stephen Trulask, another guy. These guys just stepped up and made huge plays and you know we have some underclassmen that are that are going to be big time players Ezekiel Elliott who we've already talked about um just has all the ability in the world he's a state track champion and and um you know we we call him our horse you know we give him the ball and and he does great things with it uh, another kid uh Foye Lucon uh just is a, a kid that's growing and growing every year oh and I forgot to mention that the biggest piece of our puzzle was our starting quarterback our senior um, who really never played quarterback before, threw 32 touchdowns this year, mm. you know, had 400 yards rushing and, and just had an outstanding year. Um, and he, one of the kids didn't make captain at the beginning of the year, never let that hurt him. He just kept going. The first one out in the field, always throwing a football. Uh, so those kids are some of the kids that really came through and, and, and made it a great year for us. Tell me a little bit about your enjoyment of the first year. Now, you've been here before this as an assistant, but what was it like as a, as a head coach? I mean, again, you, you've been there, and you've had some of the great coaches telling you how to do it uh, when you're in the NFL. What was it like uh, going through this first year, and what did you learn about yourself? No, it was just a great experience. Um, I know that I get emotionally involved. That's one thing I know is uh, when I give speeches, if it means something, I, you, know, you know, I'm not a guy that's going to hold back. If i got to cry, I cry. You know, the kids love it. They respond to it uh, just because uh, football is my life, and it means something to me and my family, and, and uh, I let all the kids see how important it is to me. And then, you know, the experience I had of calm plays, that's what I really enjoyed the most, I think, was being able to do something at the beginning of a week, watching the film and saying, here's how we're going to attack this defense, and going out and watching our kids work hard and put those plays in all week and be able to go out in a game and execute them. And, you know, also being able to draw plays up on the sideline, saying, you know, here's where they're weak, here's what we can get on them, and, and our kids going out and doing it. It was a lot of fun. 
I was just at, uh, we're going to talk to Phil Stambo in a little bit, but I was at his practice today, and as I mentioned, they're in a quarterfinal matchup, and he was out there pretty much drawing up something in the dirt because the field is dirt at this point. And I said to him after the game, I said, or after practice, I said, you took me back to Sandlot. He goes, I just really believe that this game never, ever changes, no matter how high you go or how low you go. It's still all about that that initial love. And I think that's coming through. It came through in Don's voice. I hear it in yours. So that's, that's a great thing. So Let's, let's talk about the, the season ahead for you now. Uh, you, you had the disappointment, but you said the kids are already in the weight room, so you're, you're cranking for 2012. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think the kids are cranking for 2012. I'm, I'm on the JV basketball, so i got to coach that now. But, uh, you know, the kids, it was amazing after practice tonight. A lot of, most of our football players go on and play other sports. Uh, a handful don't do anything in the winter, so they're lifting already. But, you know, after JV basketball, there were three of our sophomores who, who quit, bat, you know, didn't quit, but after basketball practice was over, they went and found our weight coach and they wanted to go get some extra weightlifting in. So I think it means something. I think the season really caught on and, and, and the excitement really caught on for our school and the kids and, and uh, bringing in a new strength coach, changing the whole program around. And uh, it's really exciting to see these kids go out and, you know, do something that you've loved your whole life and taking it on for them and being able to go play the sport and continue to play the sport. So put it in perspective, I asked Don Beebe this question. I'll ask you the same thing. I, I asked Don, you know, the, the state championship versus playing in the Super Bowl and all that, uh, getting to that state championship game as a head coach in your first year versus what you experienced in the NFL. Can you, can you put the two together and say, here, here, here's the great and, 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 and this is better or that one's better? Can you do that? Well, I think as a coach, you know, you're obviously calling plays, but you're not out there doing it. I think as a player, it's, it's, it's better. I mean, you're out there competing. You're out there, you know, sweat and blood and, and pain and, and, you know, fear, and you have all those emotions going through. You're, when you're on the sidelines, yeah, you get a little nervous. For me, it was strange because you get a little nervous about, you know, oh, am I calling the right play? Am I putting the kids in the right position? Are we doing the right thing? And, you know, did we work out too much this week? Did we not hit enough? You know, there's all kind of those little things. But I think there's nothing better than being out in the football field and, and playing with 10 of your friends and, and, and going to battle and, and coming out victorious. I mean, I think that that's the real winner. I mean, for me as a coach, I enjoy it. I love putting the kids in the position and, and knowing my body can't do any of that stuff anymore. You know, that's kind of where I am right now, and I, I really enjoy this part of the game for me. But I think the player is—it's—it's it's much more fun. Can never take the player out of uh, out of the person. That's for sure. Well, Gus, congratulations on a on a great year, and I always appreciate you taking the time to talk to uh, to our listeners and educating them on the uh, in the difference and the nuances and, and what you're doing and giving back. And I, I do applaud you for giving back to these uh, these young men that uh, will really be able to benefit by having you there on the sidelines with them. So, congratulations and best of luck next year. Yeah, I really appreciate that. You know, my father-in-law led me to this, so. Um, he coached me in high school. He coached football in Western Pennsylvania for 42 years. So he instilled a lot of things I love to love to teach these kids. So it's it's nice to be able to hand it down again. Now, like I said the last time we talked, it's always good to, uh, since I'm a Pennsylvania boy, to go back to the roots. I think we play some pretty darn good football here. So uh, <laughs> it's always good to talk to a, a Keystone Stater. So best of luck next year, and thanks a lot, Coach. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Yep. Thanks for having me, honey. 
And that's my Rewind Wednesday interview from 2011 with former NFL quarterback Gus Farad. Hey, coaches, don't forget to check out playfootball.com for some great resources to help you improve in the coaching profession. I'm Jeff Fisher of High School Football America, and you've been listening to the playfootball.com podcast.